0: Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, our show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at It's Me, shanny B.
1: And I'm your other host, Disco, from Misfit Minded Media Reviews. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Misfit underscore Minded. Or on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit. Uh, and my website, MisfitMinded.com. It's 2024, guys. I'm sorry. I'm already fucking up.
0: the first show back so please bear with us (laughs) so
1: yeah we're i mean we're we're already doing better than the golden globes though so that's that's a start
0: (laughs) yes exactly exactly and to your point that that's where we're going to begin today before we get into bloodsport we have to talk about the 81st golden globes the it was the telecast return which i forgot that they didn't do it last year so that was hilarious um joe coy was the host and i think the big winners were like mostly expected except for beef i didn't realize beef was really gonna take home so much but i'm mm-hmm. so happy it did um yeah what did you think what are your takes
1: i mean i was tw- i was like live tweeting it as it was happening because it was which i loved too- it was just too good but like man what a disaster i thought like legit one of the worst um just presentations of an award show i think i've ever seen in my life <clears throat> like because because there's been you know like fuck-ups like you know the oscars saying la la land instead of moonlight or um you know just like one th- or like i'm um, giving the award to uh, anthony Hopkins over Chadwick at the end like little like moments the will smith's slap. But yep. never has it, like, throughout, from beginning to end, like, Joe Coy's monologue was awful. Um, <laughs> no one knew where to go because the layout was so stupid, like, and everyone it was, was so close together. And like you said, there was really wasn't any surprising moments. I thought the humor was flat from, like, from Joe Coy. And then, like, once they realized, like, oh, we got to get this guy off of here, and they just let it, like, the actors go on, like not a lot of funny guys i mean like i'm trying to even think like i guess will ferrell and uh yes and kristen wig was like why not have these guys host when jim gaffigan came up why not let him host like there was like so many martin short was sitting in the front row i'm like guys like there was so what are you doing there were so many options that you guys could along with and i forgot they didn't do it last year either um because of that yeah they're in trouble yeah um but yeah it was awful honestly it was it was really really bad like i i was on my phone for most of it i'm not gonna lie um, it was hard to stay yeah, yeah. it was hard to focus for sure it was just so i'm like if you're really into like hearing people's speeches like that's not why i personally watch war shows i, I am- like the entertainment value and stuff like that so um yeah it was it was a train wreck like in my opinion i don't know what how, what about you
0: i mean considering that they didn't even do the telecast last year and that they i guess were supposed to be doing a relaunch i agree i feel like it coming back was something i was so excited for because even though the globes are not like as grounded as the academy like they're not built in an institution per se they're just like a popularity contest like sort of like the superlatives or whatever that's what got them in
1: trouble in the first place was like they were like basically pay for a trophy exactly go
0: take these fools out to eat and you can get yourself a globe
1: (laughs) um
0: but i do feel like that i still like that uh fun in the room i still like that idea that like this is really more like a party where we're gonna get awards and stuff but we're getting awards that maybe we won't be able to get from the academy but people can be still i guess like honored in some way And it was really disappointing that this couldn't be the kind of celebration of a return of Hollywood that I was hoping for, especially after the strike. Like, why wouldn't you work a little harder to to prove why you need to come back? And I think like there were some funny bits, like actors really were able to take it, especially the extroverted actors. I -hmm. think like the starting with the red carpet, I feel like it was so awkward. So many people
1: I didn't watch the red carpet, but I saw a lot of people's tweets saying, like, even that was bad. <laughs> it was cringe. Like, yeah. I
0: almost turned it off several times. And it's one of my favorite parts because I feel like that's the part where the small, the person who's not going to get to win or do a speech or be featured on camera during the telecast, like, might have a little fun, might get to do something goofy. And I feel like the, the hosts were just so awkward. It was fully uh, remote or sorry, it was fully uh, digital. You could only watch it online, and they made hmm. mistakes constantly. They sent it to the wrong people I mean, at one point. That's what, I st-
1: that's what was happening during the Golden Globes. So that-
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah. At a certain point, there was literally a mouse on the TV screen where they were like supposed to select something, and then they like immediately cut from that. But it really was just it was not what I hour. was
1: hoping for. It was, definitely yeah. Hour, like, and I don't get it. Because it's like, I I understand, like, you know, um, I didn't, I mean, like, there was a certain point, like I said, like, I've never seen a crowd this hostile towards a host. Like, that's what made it, like, so uncomfortable, was like, no one was laughing. And then at one point, he turns back at them, which is like, as a comedian, you're not, you don't do that. Like, that's what- you can't win over a crowd that way. Like, you have to no. be funnier. You can't, like, call them out and be like, come on, guys, really? Like, and, like, throw the writers under the bus and say, like, you only had 10 days and give all the excuses of, like, why you're not being funny. like yes. It's just like, oh, man. like I, And I, I, I saw a lot of people, like, you know, which happens all the time whenever someone gets, like, canceled or whatever, just, like, shit on the person and be like, I never thought he was funny. I did, I... Same. I'm a connoisseur, but I so I've been a like I like Joe Coy. Like he's he, his stand up is Same. funny. He's a he's a likable guy. He's been on like a bunch of podcasts and stuff I listen to. Like he just seems like, but as a host, I don't understand why you would choose. He's not the right choice to host this type of award. You need someone, we talked about this too. You need someone like a little more famous. Mm -hmm. Uh, a little more plugged into the industry like you felt like the room didn't even know like who is this guy like i don't like
0: (laughs) it's almost like you need the energy of a person who is is equal to the most important person in this room and i do feel like he just so easily got intimidated by the fact that like at the globes these people are looking you right in the face that's a good word the oscars they can't see you the lights are, or you can't see them the lights are up but he was like looking at De Niro. He was looking at Meryl Streep and he just could not keep it together. That's and a, I, yeah, I don't know I, if I could either, but.
1: I think that's perfect, though. You need to like as a host, you need to come as a place of like I'm running this show. Like in, that's right in control. And I'm poking fun, kind of like a fun energy. And he came at like what you said, intimidated and like fan fanning out, which is like, again, another thing that celebrities do not want. Is to no. have like another fan energy in their face. Like, oh my God, De Niro's right there. And, and it's just like, I get it, dude. But like, you're a host, like that's unprofessional as a host. That's not your, in your job. You can do that like maybe afterwards or whatever, but like during the show. So like, yeah, it just started going downhill for, and I, I thought the jokes in general were just like really bad. I'm like, they were mad. That's the best they could, like, It was almost like plug in like any Oscar year jokes like this movie was long Oppenheimer. Ha 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 ha. yeah
0: one more hour. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Barbie. It's a girl movie. Ha ha ha. ha. Like it was just like so generic and basic. And I was just like, like, and so when they weren't laughing, I I wasn't either. I was at home going like this is I was watching it like this is bad. Like this is awful. Like, <laughs> like, like same, I could I was feel just like, the the discomfort, and then like Taylor Swift, like doing the <laughs> taking the...
0: Taylor Swift <laughs> for life,
1: dude. That's that's already same like it. the best meme of this year already. It was like him trying to take a, it, which again, it wasn't the worst joke, but he didn't even like fully deliver it. Like it was almost like he was giving up at that point. Like he was just like he NFL, really felt oh, like he. <laughs> yes and so it's like if you're not even gonna give a shit to like try here what are we even doing here
0: or if you're just gonna like give up and then have that kind of sour or that kind of like give up mentality the rest of the way too because he never tried to like do that thing where the host disappears for a while and then comes back with a kind of new energy because like they've had a couple drinks now they've been like schmoozing with the winners in the back while they're waiting around like he didn't get to have the experience that a host gets to have because he kind of got, he he sort of alienated himself at the top. And then yeah. once you're like weird, it's fully saltburn where everyone's like, we're done with you completely. You need to Dude, leave now.
1: Clearly he didn't watch the movies. He even said that at one point. So it's like, again, they don't respect, why would they respect you if you didn't even do the homework, basically? It, for real. Uh, <laughs> and I just, you know, Jimmy Kimmel hosts Oscars and I was saying like, he's whatever, like I'm kind of uh, indifferent to him mm-hmm. being like he's not the worst but he's not the best either but like at least he has the like format down of a joke like yeah. i have a, like yeah basic like hey uh viola davis is in the audience clap 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 everybody claps and then yep. a joke about whatever movie she's in like right. that's like the basic like he couldn't even get they couldn't even get that right it was like well, oh, and it's uh,
0: supposed to be uh it's supposed to be a subtle like satirical joke it's yes. not supposed to make everybody feel like pieces of shit <laughs> And I it know. feels like the digs Unless you're were Ricky not Gervais. clever.
1: Unless you're Ricky Gervais. He's like the only one that could get away with that. <laughs>
0: but even he is clever. You know, like yeah. he's like clever about the way he snuck that joke in. And I feel like it was just like across our face and no one wanted that. Especially again, not after the hiatus. Like I know the Globes is a place where the host should be a little snarkier, should be a little teasier, but every time they try to bring in a teaser, this happens. When they bring someone in who's, like, yeah. not really a teaser, but a, knows how to tease, like Gaffigan, for example, then yeah. we have closer to the host well, energy it, that you, we like want. Like you
1: said, you need that dry, like, subtle jab humor. Like, not just, like, it was, like, podcast bros on a humor. Like, just, it was really, like, like and so that's wh- how people reacted. Like, this is amateur, this is not... You know, yeah. what we're used to. And I, I mean, OK, outside, I don't want to pick on Joe Coy the whole time. I mean, it wasn't all all. I still like hit. Joe Coy outside. Yeah, I'm going to support
0: his comedy. I, think he's but... a good
1: dude. I remember watching him on uh, like Comedy Central back in the day. He's been doing yes. this forever. He's real. Yep. So I respect him. And, you know, having a Filipino host, you know, that's not something to scoff at, you know, for the first time. So but nope. outside of him, it was also a disaster. Like we said, the layout, they had no clips for any of the actors and then when it got to the comedy album award they showed like 30 second like
0: they were rolling clips in the second half and it's like did you just like get the note halfway through and then change everything what the hell is
1: going on (laughs) mind-boggling like do you think we tune into the globes to see comedians like i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> no,
0: like, just be and, the- and again, like you're just going to pat yourself on the back like guys, we're including the comedians. Check it out. We even have clips. That's how serious we are about including them. Um, the
1: box office award completely useless fucking award. Don't know why it was included other than to give Barbie an award. That's all I can <laughs> but- think of.
0: I guess like that's the weird thing too is that they're the Golden Globes is always trying to find a way to give movies awards rather than trying to figure out yeah. how to like represent what the viewership. Yeah, because like be the bear weirded. is
1: not really a comedy, but because it couldn't win over Succession, let's put it in the comedy category. It's like every year that happens, and so I which it. which sucks because then it's like comedy shows then get like the bad end of the stick, you know, short of the yeah. stick. So. Yeah, all around. I don't want to spend like too much time on it, but I just yeah, like it was very surprising. I know that a year out, like you said, they didn't have last year, but like even you know years in the past when it was like very clearly you know um, you know produced and everything paid for and stuff like that. At least they had a basic structure you could rely on. Uh, Usually, I looked forward to the Globes because there would be like surprises, like their voting body would be like whoa yes. this movie won no one expected that but like this year it was like everyone that i thought was gonna win won. Mm-hmm. even though like that's pretty good like you know what i mean i love succession love to see all the succession wins totally uh you know and and you know the acting noms killers of the flower moon our girl lily glass yep. won, you know and and uh oppenheimer and christopher nolan it looks like this is gonna be his oscar year i hope so Uh, robert donnie jr too like so i mean all those narratives were already like in place but like yeah it just and then it just felt like okay now we're just watching like these awards getting uh solidified oscars and just yeah um, it's just so not a great broadcast like just speaking as a broadcast i just i can't i can't say if you missed it like to check it out you could just read the (laughs) read the winners online and uh Yeah, I saw Variety was like, mixed reviews on Joe Coy. I was like, mixed is uh, pretty. Generous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very generous.
0: I mean, Variety's coverage of the carpet, of everything, was better than the people that got to be on the carpet, which was really frustrating. And I feel like the Globes and the Oscars used to function together in a way. The Globes used to be a place where it felt like people who should, who are good enough to win an Oscar but won't be able to beat uh, their um, the other nominees in the rubric of the Oscars could get an award and we could all feel good, like their work mattered. But now it's like, I don't know how they pair together because people yeah. who we want to win Oscars did win Globes. And I don't know what that means. I'm not sure if that means that they'll just go right ahead and sweep or like, will the weird surprise be like, no, the Globe was the reparative one and Gosling's getting the Oscar.
1: I hope I hope that doesn't happen right (laughs) I don't know I I don't
0: I I just don't yeah I hope that by next year after the like growing pains of coming back and changing the voting body and all of that stuff I hope they can find a way to be more like in line with the season because I love the season and I like what they stand for in the season of all the award shows it's just this was just so such a so disappointing uh it could have been better could have been better that's that's it (laughs)
1: And I mean for the the, the one thing like you, we said you could rely on like them being celebrities there at least they had that. I'll say that. You know Taylor So Smith many was celebrities there. uh Kylie Jenner and like that whole cam was like one, was Lugen? more interesting than the entire broadcast. They were just like fucking in each other's eyes yeah. locked in. In love. Yeah. Totally in
0: love. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's on the entire press tour for Dune. Please I'm like, be there.
1: Damn. I'm like okay. But That's
0: and, it. Do you know yeah, like do that, you know the uh,
1: the the drama too, behind that that people were saying on Twitter?
0: I don't know the drama but I want to know. Please okay, share so it with me.
1: Again, this is a, again this is how boring the broadcast was people are sleuthing into the broadcast.
0: Yeah, they're looking <laughs> the for crowd. some content here. Uh
1: but okay, Selena was Selena Gomez was talking to Taylor Swift and uh-huh. who I don't know who was, that was next to uh, Taylor's. I don't know—is that Emily or I don't know. Some. Oh, model. she was there. I, I don't know if that was her or not. I couldn't tell. But okay. anyways, uh Selena was talking to two, the two of them, Taylor and unknown model, whatever. <laughs> unknown beautiful
0: like, woman. Yes. Got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and Selena was like, she said something, and then the model chick, whatever, was like, um, with Timothy or whatever, and she and was, and Selena's like, yes, and so people are. Taking that as she so wanted a picture with Timothy and Kylie wouldn't let her. So, oh, <laughs> I, don't know. I that, mean, because then in their reactions, too, it's like it kind of does make sense. Like, like that would be what she's telling them. And they're like, oh. like, they were all oh. like shocked or whatever. <laughs> you're like,
0: and, I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> and then, and then you mix that with like them being locked into each other's eyes the entire night and like no room for anything else. It's like, okay, I got. I can't believe that. I guess I can
0: huh? do that. puts a spell on these ladies. I can't believe this kid's track record. Well, Kylie it's Jenner, insane.
1: too. Kylie Jenner has a track of Travis Scott. I mean, like, there's a lot She's both of She's them. A queen.
0: She's truly a queen. <clears throat> She's truly a queen. But I do feel like that's part of what I used to love about the Globes and what I will love, at, you know, when they continue is that it is where, a place where celebrities can hang out more. They can like go find somebody that they really admire and take a photo with them or tell them they like their work. And I feel like that's part of why it's fun to poke, to be more jokey with the host yeah. rather than like truly accusatory, because yeah. everybody wants to have fun at the Globes. They want to have fun. At the Oscars, everyone's really nervous because they want to win or whatever, but they want to have a good time this at the Globes like the and best, fucking you know? me too
1: like the practice round i did see one good moment from the red carpet that i wanted to shout out that i thought was really like touching i don't know you know, you know what gonna say? with the um uh brie larson meeting j-lo did you see that
0: i didn't i fuck i missed that
1: oh wow maybe they maybe it wasn't like on the official red carpet covering but I, someone just posted it like because i think it was that 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 guy who works for maybe it was entertainment tonight or something that bald black dude like i don't know his name but oh, it was, okay so he's like inter- he's interviewing Brie Larson, and then JLo Lo like is like behind her, like kind of just hovering, and then she uh-huh. just like has like a cry, like meltdown, like not meltdown, but like just overwhelmed with emotion, mm-hmm. and like. She was just, and then the guy's like, I know, man, I know, like J-Lo does that to all of us, like tried ringing it in, and She was just like, no, you don't understand, like Selena, like I saw Selena and that made me want to act or whatever. And like, I just love her so much. So and goddamn then, good. And then J-Lo came, like came up the stairs and like, she basically told uh, J-Lo that whole story and like, they both like almost started crying. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, this is what the Globes should be about. Like this is That's what- That's right. Yes. So, yes. Yes. That was a cool moment. Um I had another one too, but I mean,
0: my favorite moment was Rosamund Pike's insane dress that everyone is like losing their mind about. <laughs> Did you oh, see Oh, the, uh, the funeral
1: the, the funeral one cuz
0: Yes, so saying, baller.
1: People were saying uh she was wearing it because it was Joe Coy's
0: funeral. <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Oh my god, I heard <laughs> the weirdest reason she was wearing it, but that is the best one I've heard by far. Oh,
1: uh, I heard a lot of too like jokes about um you know, like, this this whole night was a tribute to Oppenheimer because of how badly he bombed. <laughs> oh,
0: that's pretty good. That's pretty,
1: wow. See, uh, look
0: at that. Twitter right? was funnier we than the it.
1: broadcast. Yeah. I will we say, need dude, these uh, kinds of jokes. Those are my favorite speeches, too. Like, those got me, like, uh, Lily Gladstone, like, got choked up a little bit, listened to her, thought that was really beautiful. And uh, uh, Christopher Nolan, too, his speeches. Like his first speech, that he won. And then when they won for best movie overall too, I thought both like when he's talking about like Robert Downey Jr. was like when he first got the award for Heath Ledger yep. and RDJ was looking at him in support. And then they showed Robert Downey Jr. doing the same thing. Yes. <laughs> just like looking at his eyes. Love, uh, you. Love yeah. you. Love you, bro. And then like <laughs> just the shot when they won best picture overall and just like all the A-list stars in the background like again what we're saying like that is the golden globes like what yes you are you expect and what it could be just get a better host next time and 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 put more effort into i know maybe like the writer strikes they couldn't work on it or something last year i don't know i think
0: that's true that they couldn't hire people they couldn't do anything without that much notice because everyone's deals like basically joe coy is probably Maybe he's in SAG. I'm not sure which he'd be in, but I'm thinking more likely I think SAG. He is in
1: some like TV shows or. Yeah. And so songs, that would I'm mean guessing. that they couldn't
0: grab anybody until that was over. And then they would have had to negotiate. So it was kind of like uh, it would have been a miracle or something. But I yeah. think the Globes kind of makes you believe in miracles because, you know, Brie Larson's out of the game.
1: It almost though was like would have been better if, like, remember the Oscars did the no host one year? Yeah. And just had like. I felt That's like if, if if it was that short notice, that would have been like my like just this is going to be impossible to get someone this short notice to do a good job. Let's just have some celebrities introduce the different uh, things, maybe get like, you know, musicians to do songs, maybe like, you know, some other entertainment rather than a host
0: yeah it should be more like that's how they showcase what's going on with things you know they have a comedian open the show because that's the traditional way we need it but the comedian always disappears forever anyway like or the host i mean always disappears so why not have them open with a little comedy and then let the celebrities be celebrities and pass things to each other uh the one thing i want to mention before we move on is how funny jennifer lawrence was because jennifer lawrence wins everywhere she goes and when it was like the nominees were being listed, she said to the camera with her mouth, she was like, if I don't win, I'm leaving. Yeah. And it's like, that's it too, right? Like yeah. that. those are the poking jokes. That's the fun. I think Emma Stone called Taylor Swift an asshole for cheering her on as a joke. Like people <laughs> people yeah. are able to have a good time and totally laugh at themselves, which is why when, when that can't really have the chemistry with the host, it's sort of like, ah, but it feels so easy.
1: It also like, I feel like, just on again, last thing I'll say about it is like you want, you know, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I haven't seen that movie that she was nominated for yet. I know what Super bro, bro. <laughs> it's gonna change your life.
0: You're gonna die
1: laughing. I this know. shit is
0: like funnier than you think. It really but, like,
1: is. It did a bad job. I'm going to see it, but like for people that like are not like you know huge movie buffs like us, like did they get people that to want to see it? They didn't show clips. Like, what is this what is her movie even about? If I didn't know exactly. the trailer and, like, all the stuff around it from you and other people, like, I would have no idea. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a fault. Like, that's Golden Globes should be, if you're about celebrating the movies and things like that, you know, that should be part of it. The only reason I knew about a lot of these movies was because we're just so entrenched in the culture. But yeah, like, because I yeah. go
0: looking for it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, to exactly. do a better job of that, too, but. All right, yeah, 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 there's
0: always next year, right? 82 is right around the corner, so hopefully, maybe they (laughs) can get
1: uh JCVD to host it next time. (laughs) That would be great.
0: I would be here for that. I mean, he's got to get a lifetime.
1: You could do the splits and present it to them,
0: (laughs) yes. See, that's exactly (laughs) it. That's exactly it. We, it's so easy to know the surf, the superficial thing that you can do for fun. Hopefully, they can. no, next time, and hopefully someone as awesome as JCBD shows up. Need some
1: stretchy dress pants, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's, yes, and
0: a, a very deep sort of uh,
1: tank <laughs> as well. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. We, we awesome. About All right,
0: them. yeah. Uh, so today we're talking about another Don uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, and we're talking about the 1988 film Bloodsport, uh, written by Sheldon Leach, uh, Christopher Cosby, and Mel Friedman, directed by Newt Arnold, and of course starring Van Damme. Forrest Whitaker's there, Donald Gibb, and uh, Leah Ayers. Oh, and also Roy Chow. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is based upon the true events in the life of Frank Du, um, who we follow Van Damme to an invitation-only underground fighting competition called the Kumite, and the rest is in the film. Um, what do you think? What do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I will say, you know, we already talked about, you know, we there's there's different tiers of action guys. You know, like at the top, you have Sly and Schwarzenegger. I think that's another really? debate. And then you get into like the B and C tier lists. Sigals. The Sigals, and I think JCVD kind of falls somewhere in there. I don't know where. I I don't. I haven't watched enough of his work to really like put my finger where. But I know that he is definitely like. Cause I've seen this film before and revisiting it. I'm not going to lie. The first 30 minutes were like really rough. Like I was v- like, 12. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, am I just like misremembering this? I'm like, this shit's like low key sucks. Like, <laughs> like the editing right? is bad. Like the, the whole like 10, 15 minute flashback that he has. I'm like, it's I'm, a full like movie. I'm like losing my mind here. Like where, and then, but then once they get to the tournament, I'm like, okay. All right, this is what i remember liking the first time yeah this is this is the good shit. um it almost it almost kind of reveals that like you can tell they had the idea of like let's do a full contact kung fu tournament movie and then they're like all right what's the story Um, um... this guy's in the <laughs> army and he goes to the tournament like <laughs> it's like yeah. they didn't have anything else like it was just like and so but there's little there's a little things that I do like about it. Having said that, like I love like his friendship, homoerotic friendship he has with that big dude from Revenge of like, the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, like eye to eye, dude. It's not even it's not even subtext. At the end, they full on like yeah, look anytime, each eyes anywhere. Goes, I love you, bro. He's like, I love you. Like, and then the girl, like his his lead, like the that he's like the female lead. She's like looking at them like. Like <laughs> sweet. It's so sweet. I'm like yes. what? Fully uh,
0: a fantasy. Yeah. Dude. This movie is an insane fantasy of of someone's making. I don't know good who to, or why. Put it.
1: I think if you you watch it from that perspective, it gets to be a, a past. You know, again, I was in I was in the this sucks side, and then it kind of won me over to the okay, this is this is pretty good. This is like even though people I know like from this who are like alive during this period kind of put this movie on a pedestal. I don't necessarily hold it up to that high it's not even my favorite JCVD movie, if I'm being honest Fair. But mm-hmm. it is from the ones I've seen, it's 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 pretty it's pretty good. And and it I like it just for the fact that this is the inspiration behind Mortal Kombat, the video game franchise. I don't know if you do that. That's but, pretty uh, dope. I it mean, makes sense.
0: Totally trash. Johnny
1: Cage, the character who's uh, special move is he does the splits and punches a guy in the crotch straight up from this movie
0: <laughs> yes 100 percent. nice
1: so, yeah. yeah
0: yeah it's one of those uh it's one of those um um mandatory assignments and yeah. i think i'm a fanny b for that reason um i didn't watch this one until i was like older and it was because people were Thanks. like oh you've never seen Bloodsport," sport and so yeah. i was like okay And it is incredibly ridiculous, but I think that's like why I love to go back. I love to go back (laughs) and laugh at it. Yeah, the like preparation montage. Yes. The way that it opens and is sort of like, what is even happening? Who are even these people? Do I need to care about them? You got sometimes you did breaking the ice.
1: And then like a dude just like leaping, the one where the black dude leaps in the air and then it cuts to the wrong angle of he's leaping in the opposite direction and then he punches a coconut. I was like, oh, my God, like what?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't know what the storytelling thing is there. I have no idea what they're doing with that. Um, But I feel like that is to your point. That's like how they get away with no story, really, is they're like the story is that these guys are all fighting. So here's some more footage of these guys preparing to fight. And yeah, yeah, that the military thing is so random because I feel like we don't need it. We don't need it. Like the all. the not people looking for him is such a weird thing because it's sort of like he's not technically a wall. He was gonna go on leave. They just didn't want him to go here while he was on leave. Yeah. So it's like they get lost. He, if they try to do the stuff. He's coming back.
1: He's the, he's like not again. Like you said, he's not a wall. Like he's nope. like I will come back after the tournament. And then the only like kind of pushback we get is from the the main cop dude who's like you know, the the army has spent a lot of money on you, Frank. Like, we got to make, I'm like, what? It's not. Why? Really, How? <laughs> is he like a trained like seal or so? Like they really don't establish like what, what. Yeah, uh, what any of that means. Is, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they do spend like a significant amount of time in the weirdest memory sequence. And I feel like, again, it's all they could oh. do to deliver exposition that can't be explained to us. Because you can't ask too much of Van Damme's acting performance to deliver emotional weight, but you can certainly use his eyes, and you can use the eyes of the hilarious child actor that plays him when he's young, who's oh so random. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> that kid. I, so I couldn't tell. If that kid must be doing a JCVD impression, right? Like that is. Yeah, not how he that has kid to be. Talks. That is not how that kid talks. <laughs> no. No, I mean,
0: that, that's that's like my big one here is the dubbing of this movie is next it's level really horrible. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure why it needed to be that way when it seems, I, I don't know, it seems like an after the fact kind of thought too, which is really, really weird. Um, which is like but
1: on I, for Kung Fu movies that are like not American made, but like when it is American made, it does kind of raise my eyebrow, like you're saying. Like why? Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah even like the first lines of dialogue like his uh his big friend or whatever uh jackson i think i can't remember yes jack
0: jackson? Yeah, jack
1: something like that but like his first line where he's like Pib. i need full contact he's like anything gets cars your
0: scars on my, on my, my face, face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so badly dubbed and like the fact that he has two lines like it's like they couldn't fit pick which one to use and they're like, just say both of them. Just say both of them. We'll pick one and edit. And they use both. I need full contact. It's so I need weird. Stars my face. It was like, whoa. Like it's it's like I said. This first thirty minutes is like so whiplashy, like mind-boggling. Like you said, fantasy of just like
0: it was really like it's an afterthought. Like
1: they yeah. shot everything else, and then they were
0: like, oh, I guess there's no story here. Wait, yeah. and then they were like, let's go do like a few more scenes or something. And, yeah, I, the guy who directed it is usually a second a d so it could also be that like this I... this being a venture of his was was him really doing what he could with i guess being from that position um but he he's around on a lot of the uh like big movies. I think he was the second a d on like the Godfather or something like that, like like legit movies
1: where he would have seen filmmakers work. I just don't I'm not sure what happened here. <laughs> um now that you say that it makes complete sense to me because there were so many questionable blocking choices editing choices like, like i said amateur just stuff. so random and, like why did he shoot like breaking the 180 degree plane which you're not supposed to do when you're filming like just like a
0: million times too a
1: million times uh mixed with the dubbing like it was just and so but it is kind of amazing like that you say that that he did kind of pull out this cult movie out of it where you know a lot of some of the action stuff like it's a little too much too slow-mo for me like i do like my action to be like a more fast-paced um but uh you know the fact that there are some of those like cool fighting moments um that have stuff that does land i mean Mm -hmm. like like, an action movie is very hard it's not i mean a lot of people fail at it every year to this day um because they don't do the appropriate like You know work and and preparation and stuff like that or have the bright stunt guys yeah um, i mean if you
0: guys study hargrave you can maybe do it but like that that's the best part about this is that this fighting is theatrical it's like fully stage combat vibes in this one but i but it works well you know that throwing blood all over the place with like where i almost feel like i didn't even see the hit take place but i'm totally okay the
1: first the the first uh jackson fight where like he gets like slapped like in the nose and then just has like gushing blood all over his chest. And it's like, he
0: like killed him, him or something somehow. <laughs> yeah. And he like hit the other guy in the face too. And like that somehow like put that guy down, which was really
1: random. Yeah. I don't um, know if like, because of the censors, like some of the violence got toned down or something or what, but like, I think that might've put it over the top into being a movie I really like is if they had some more like gory fatality type Mortal Kombat, you know, like uh, because it, like, like, like you're saying like Chun-Li would like slap a guy in the back of the head and people are like, Oh my God. Like the, the yeah. reactions like, I'm like, what did he do? Like I don't... <laughs> Nothing happened. My yeah, dad no used to like, do that to me uh... growing up. Like what? Is...
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> There was no, there's no like story in the fight. And I think that's why I always point out like what uh, Sam Hargrave is doing now, which is like, fully telling a story through the fighting on top of the story that's right. being told and there're no like streamlines uh, through anything like there's like a punch over here and a punch over there but i'm not sure right. like how they got over there or what why this time is moving the way it is and i think that's part of the fantasy too that like this whole thing really feels like maybe there's only two or three moments of grounding and they're so random they're so randomly placed when they happen Um, like I'm thinking when they randomly are like, look at how scary the back streets of the city are on our way to the (laughs) Kumite."
1: I kind of like like that though. I'm not going to like that. I'm not going to lie because it felt like talking about the second AD. I'm like, that shot is actually like pretty decent, you know, like where they're tracking they're kind of like a descent into this underground hell. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. Like having said that though the dumbest part of this movie for me is that the Kumite is supposed to be this like secret underground organization for hundreds of years that only a select few people know about. And everyone in this fucking movie knows about it. <laughs> Every <And> also, person.
0: <laughs> it appears like a full audience is there gambling. Yes, so how? It's like,
1: that's what I was <laughs> How's thinking that work? To, like, wh- who are all these people? Like I thought it was like a handful, like, and I think that's something they fix when it gets to the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, which i hope we do one day i'd really love that we
0: absolutely will do it it's one yeah. of my all times
1: yeah The um, for one, sure uh like oh, i love it and and that's one where only a handful of people get chosen for this tournament and mm-hmm. when you get to the place where they go that's all that who's there you know it's that's not right. there's no audience and uh you know I don't know. Like it, it, it was like there was. A, speaking of like some scenes where they try to ground it and, and stuff. Like yes. One that I thought was really funny on this rewatch was when him and uh the female lead have their argument, and she's, like <laughs> and he's. It was like you know making JCV do dramatic acting, but also just like the the reasoning behind like. Yes. He really wasn't like you said any good. She's like you're just killing yourself like what are you doing and then he's just like you want to be a reporter right and it's just like what honestly that's not the- you guys
0: <laughs> it's true like the attempt to make her a strong character is really funny too how she sort of like basically insinuates like if we hook up you'll take me to the kumite right and then he's like hey that was a great night except i can't take you to the kumite and then she's like it's cool i'll just use the same Yeah, she's like, I'll use the same proposition to get this guy to take me. No sweat.
1: That was, I mean, honestly, that's like one of my tropes in movies that I hate the most. Like having studied journalism is Mm -hmm. when like, and they always do it with female journalists too, which is like even more where it's like they have to sleep with them to get the the source or whatever the information and it's like did she though it seems pretty easy to get in there it seems like well, most exactly. people are getting in there <laughs> it's
0: yes it seems more like this is what you imagine uh like ladies would be like when they're being journalists among these men but not quite what they actually would do and that's what's interesting about this actress i feel like she has a kind of grounded quality which is yeah, like so random among good, everyone honestly. else yeah yeah like and like
1: yes yes. Too. yes i i completely um, agree i think and they, and they have like the smallest parts but like definitely make it like more memorable than uh they should be like force yeah. whitaker is always getting cut off i love that like detail like he's yes. like yes uh, i love the
0: chase when he like takes them all around the town jumping the over stuff and they like fall in the water exactly like the things that try to ground this movie are they're okay. Cause they're well-placed. It's like, we need mm-hmm. the grounding of the open because we're going to go to such an extreme, even though it's like pretty snoozy, but we also need to remember this is serious. Like it's going to look really uh, acrobatical and dancy, but these people do die. Hence, you know, the deep darkening going into this place. Yeah. But once we're there, it's sort of like, now it's just a good time. It's just
1: fun. Like our guy's yeah. clearly not going to die. Like, neither is his friend also my biggest laugh i I don't want to forget this the biggest laugh i had in this movie is the the morning after they you know had sex uh jcb and then he's putting on like his underwear the best
0: it's so good
1: (laughs) you see like half of his crack and he puts on his underwear and she's like kind of just like basically the look that kylie jenner and timothy had each other yesterday it was just was just like hmm I had that. I had that last night. Like, yep, yep, that <laughs> like was ad- good. Admi- He's good. Admiring that hunk of meat, you know. Like, and, I love and- that
0: because it's usually what they would have the woman do. That's why I have it
1: Yes, I, I loved it too. That's why I was laughing. I'm like, this is so whose decision was this because this is all this is hilarious like
0: <laughs> it is interesting how van damme likes to display his body when we think yeah. of how like all these guys like to show their body off like he really does like to be like i do fitness and i am and you know i'm an athlete and everything but like i'm also sexy you know like yeah, i'm also some guys, the sexy. funniest
1: ones is like i'll see some action movies and like dudes are like there was someone posted a steven seagal one like a you know, recent, you know, so out of oh, strip, real bad. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like supposed to be making love with this beautiful woman that's half his age and <gasps> has his full jacket and clothes on while she's like unstripping. And it's just like the most unrealistic, like, you know, he doesn't want to show his body off, which is fair. But at the same time, then don't have this scene in the movie. Like, don't. <laughs> You know, if it's unrealistic, don't do it. Like, it's just I felt so bad for this poor actress. Like, oh, God. Well,
0: exactly. I think that's the difference between this movie having tropes, but still wanting to ground them, even though they're totally ridiculous at times. There's still a desire. And that is in the performances that like (laughs) even that dude from Adventure the Nerds, uh, Gib, even he is like authentic when he's like, what? Like we're gonna go in here, we're gonna do this. We have each other. Like even he I, I somehow brings it down. I really yeah. love that
1: character, and he's like, yep. char- he's a character from the '80s that we do not have anymore. Like, bring back ugly dudes, obnoxious, sweaty, yeah. smelly, drunk dudes in movies <laughs> again. Everyone is too fucking pretty now in movies, and it's just so unrealistic. Like it's just not. So when you, you need have the this collection. dude. Like, he has like, you know, teeth that are like out of place and like that just look m- scary. Hasn't shaved in how long, you know, and like, you know, he's he, first you think he's going to be a bad guy on the bus, you know, when JCVD is kind of like, what's he doing over here? He's talking to this girl on the bus
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: and then they meet in the arcade. And I love that scene, too, where it's just like. You know, you want to play, let's go. And they have like, they play this little arcade kung fu game. <laughs> yes, yes. Honestly, I, this movie's better if you look at it as a love story between those two, because it's like they have a meet cute. Yes. They have a meet cute. He almost dies. And he then he's, him. he's fighting to win for him. Yes. That's
0: exactly. You know, I think exactly. we cracked the code like, on this
1: movie. I think we cracked yeah, and it. And the
0: lady is fully in support of their bromance, yeah. being like, guess what? He even made him say it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's true this this she's like i'm gonna write a story about you guys when i get back to america
0: (laughs) yes god she should have and it would have sold so well um but that's exactly it is that like every for every like hot guy that's an athlete he's friends with guys that look like whatever because like being an athlete is not about being hot it's about being you know uh, equipped and elite and whatever and it's true a guy like this reminds you that like sometimes those guys aren't as smooth aren't as easy on the eyes and that that's still a guy that's still a guy that exists um yeah. i don't know if i want to meet that guy harley, in real life harley uh, but i like him on screen shirts
1: and he <laughs> what, what did you say his harley davidson shirts and he brings back the the bandana for him dude come on keep your clothes
0: on he's like come next on. time keep your clothes on <laughs> it's true <laughs> the romance is good and definitely one of the strengths you. of this story but that that's it. I feel like this this movie is it's good because it's so reverential and people, you know, it's it influences so much and it just is what it is. I feel like it doesn't. It's not trying to make a movie for me. It really looks like Jean Claude was like, I like this. I, I like the story so at the top. I like the though. middle. I like it all. And I guess that's maybe the most important thing because because that's the kind of artist he is. I I want to watch more of uh, the films of his that I haven't seen. I. I've turned something on that was on Max that was so bad where he played twins and it was just like one of the twins oh, was double, such a
1: double impact, I think, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. One of the twins was such I a seen that it was
0: crazy. It's yeah. not like the movie ever, but it's an interesting entry in his in his uh, library, if you will. But this is the one where it feels like he could really do anything. He can do whatever you need him to do, because he'll show up and he'll totally be earnest about it. He's happy to yeah. be earnest about it.
1: Yeah, and it, I think I think you're right. I think the the reason why it's still so rough around the edges is probably because of that all those decisions that were being made that, you know, they he he wasn't I don't think he was like that big of a star yet maybe at this point. I have to look into that, but like um usually when you see like the Canon Films logo or whatever before that, it's like a very small company you know Mm -hmm. where like they shoot it for low budget Mm -hmm. and but then you have more artistic freedom you know in that way so i think that's why you get some of those like rough around the edges like the chase scene from the cops and like you know uh you know meeting like at the arcade and all those just like random meetups uh and like going from one place to another the scene too where after they have their first fight and JCVD's on the bus just thinking about the fight and just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true his, his reaction shots were so funny dude i was cracking up at he F2,
0: was right? really treating this like a biopic that it was an honor for him to play like where he really was like this guy's life and story is important to me and i'm gonna try i'm gonna honor that and i think that's what i like about him you know like to your, to your point about not quite knowing where his career is, where's his Netflix doc? Because I'm trying to watch that. I want to know his story and I want to weigh it against did, these other guys. I think guys. he did do
1: one. I think he did do one. I haven't seen He's it. got one? Uh, okay. Not, not a Netflix doc. I'm saying like a doc. Uh, Across his career at some point. I think it's just called JCVD. I haven't seen it though, but I'm, I'm right. pretty, uh, I hear it's good. I actually hear that one's pretty good. Nice. I'm on the lookout.
0: I will try to find it and get and and watch that because I do want to know more about him. I find him to be so interesting, even though he isn't as it's like it's not that he isn't assertive, but he isn't quite the same level of assertive that Arnold or Sly are like uh, the dudes who wrote this movie and the guy who shot it. They work together a lot, like especially the writers. They wrote like all his movies for him. So he Mm. definitely has a partnership that he likes to make movies with people he likes and I think that's the interesting thing is like, of course, Sly and Arnold can collaborate. But like from the in charge chair, I feel like uh, JCBD is like, oh, what do you think? Tell me. I want to try it. He seems I think so I, eager.
1: That could be it. I mean, like, and I think that's one thing that makes it a little unsettling, too, is that this script feels like it's written for someone like v- much younger, like it's, it feels like they have the Karate Kid template. And so when you get JCVD and he's like acting like that earnest teenager, and this is like a guy in his 20s, it looks like.
0: <laughs> when he has the blush, like in yes. the hair. All. <laughs>
1: yes. Like it just makes it feel like a different vibe. Like, so what you're saying. So I, I get that. And um, yeah, just about that buzz scene too. What made me crack up is it's exactly the same uh, as planes, trains and automobiles. When Steve Martin at the end is, is thinking about all of John Candy's adventures. <laughs> Amazing. like i, I low-key want to just take that JCVD scene and just put the music from Plains trains behind it it just i feel like it would like work just as well like it was like the same uh the same energy that they were putting out there and like the same reaction shots have been being like
0: yeah maybe yeah, i should have
1: said that maybe i shouldn't have said that
0: mm, i should really <laughs> think i should be reflective and that's exactly it. Like, he they were trying. He was up for the assignment of, of an emotional narrative being told in the background. He's just up for it in his own way. And, you know, he is experiencing what many actors do when they come into English speaking movies and trying to translate that emotional world verbally. But I do think that, like, there is a little bit of something soft behind his eyes that I really appreciate. I think the other guys have it but I almost feel like safer with JCV. I feel like he's mm. more like I could trust him more to do something consistent rather than reactive. And historically, I don't know how I think I would be too intimidated by the other guys. I'd I, was be say, like, I, I, think- I don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't know. I want to be cool in front of them. And I feel like I'll just be nice and warm in a hug with JCVD.
1: You know? Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I'm kind of, was thinking that too while i was watching this that like the other guys are like too hulking for you to like believe that they could have any like just generic relationship with a regular woman (laughs) which is usually like a a supermodel but then in this when you know him and and the reporter lady like they had some good chemistry like i was like actually believing it you know like when when, uh, you know they were kissing and after like the night after and stuff like that they were on the candlelit dinner i'm like okay this is Yeah, I actually buy this compared to, like, some of the other ones where it's just, like, it's not their fault that it's unrealistic. It's just, like, their physicality. And like you're saying, like, his presence is a lot, like, softer. Maybe that's his accent. Maybe that's, like, just his being. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I agree. I feel like that's what's interesting about the relationship he has with this woman in his story is that like they're not just it's not like he sees her from across the room and he's like obsessed with her. He sees her and he's like, yo, I don't like the way this dude's treating this woman. Step one. So I'm coming in. And then he's sort of like not (laughs) trying to pick her up like he doesn't he's not doing it to steal her from that guy, even though he's like, I will steal you from this guy. I feel like like it's (laughs) coming from a place of like, I just don't like this guy. and like, this girl's kind of pretty. But not like, oh, I got to show off for her. I got to like really show her that she should pick me over him. It felt more like an authentic. I feel a vibe. I kind of like this person. We're going to go out a little bit. We're going to hook up. We're going to see like what's there. But we're not like in love with each other. We're not like going to have to confront that at the end of the story. Any more so than like her just being like, shit, I know you want this so bad. It's like kind of hard to watch, but I'm rooting for you, you know? Closer to reality, I
1: think it was definitely that thing where you see a lot where it's like we're we're fighting for the girl like or whatever like she's the object like we'll win or whatever. But at the same time, like you're saying, like he gives her a wink like I'm in on the I know this is not what you're what you're supposed to do. But Mm -hmm. I'm just I just like want to give it to this guy, basically. Like Yeah,
0: I know how to ruin this guy by saying things like that about you. Not because I believe them about you, but because I know that this is how I'll get into this guy's head. And that's exactly it. Is I think he his smoothness is that like he doesn't think, Oh, that's right, how could these women resist? Instead, (laughs) he's sort of like, I am a great guy. Uh, I am a great guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will court you. I will court you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I (laughs) will Treat you with a lot of respect. I really will. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, well, there's can you something explain
1: the coin it. trick to me? Because I did not have time to rewind it, and I'm like, still confused by what it's, happened there.
0: It's literally that he's just faster than the guy. That The guy thinks he's closed his hand fast enough, but he hasn't. It's not even... It's nothing. That it
1: but like, that's it. he opens yeah, it, and he has hand. the coin in his hand, but then JCVD has a coin too, right? Or am I just I think remembering
0: He thought he still had it and was like, ha, there's no way you got it, but then it's not there. And JCBD does Uh, have it. So like, they don't, they don't shoot it in a way where you could see this take place. That's the type of thing where it's like, some
1: of the, some of the camera work is so fucking confusing.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. The technical pieces, notwithstanding. If uh, they had a
1: better director, and like I said, they, they threw in some like, gorier kills, like, you know, or something, or like, you know, some some action that would that you they didn't have to use slow-mo as much, you know, for every yes. every single and they didn't
0: one. have ah. to recycle shots because they recycle they definitely a good amount of shots.
1: Yes, I noticed that too. Um, which is very a lot easier to notice when you do slow motion, but again, the amateurness of uh <laughs> <laughs> of this movie uh come into play. So this is not karate kid level. Definitely like that's the template, you know, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, so but good. you can you can definitely see like just how much that movie in particular I think influenced a lot of the movies. I mean, even that flashback scene is completely Fully. Mr. Miyagi. You know, like yes. uh, this is a kid who is you know randomly Not broken to his house. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and now I'm going to beat the shit out of. Adrian. Yeah, now <laughs> it a little more violent, a little more violent than Mr. Miyagi, but. It's true. A little bit Uh, more
0: violent and definitely so cold when he's like, you are not Japanese. (laughs) It goes so hard at him. And Jean-Claude, like a total uh, pro, is like, but it's okay because I still respect you and I want to fight for your honor. And that, I think that kind of like disarming energy is why I love JCBD because it's, you you just don't expect that kind of disarmament from someone who is so physically fit and who's an action star. Uh, That makes him unique to me. Above all the other guys, he, like Seagal, we're gonna we'll do one of his movies because we haven't covered him yet. But even his movies are more like he is the aggressor, he is the strong guy that it's no also, one can I resist.
1: Slim pickings for him. I, there's not many. That. Yeah, there's maybe only
0: like one or two that we could ever cover.
1: <laughs> um, I, all right, I let's. Want, uh, I know we are going to wrap up. Can I just ask one more question? I have. I'm curious. Please, yeah. What? There's lots of splits in here. This is. This is. Van Damme's signature move all his movies he throw he likes to throw it in there I mean it's Um, an amazing skill maybe if we get some more of his movies we can say like which movie had the best splits but I'm just curious here which was your favorite splits in this movie because I I think there's a lot I know I'm putting on the spot but yeah they're all all so good it is hard to choose
0: Because I love the one when he's doing it in the hotel, but I think the best one is when he's, like, overlooking the city, like, sort of meditating in the (laughs) place.
1: That shit was, dude, that's maybe the best shot of the movie. Like, that's, like, why you make this movie. It's so fucking good. Yes, it fully Uh.
0: encapsulates, like, the kind of guy that he is. This guy who is doing something so different, but showing strength in this way. Because it kind of goes into like my favorite stunt, which is the one where he is in all the ropes that I, I'm not really sure how this would help you as a fighter to do this torture exercise, but they're doing it. And how he like, you know, (laughs) lifts himself up and like ruins the thing. That is pretty baller. And that's another form of like him saying my strength isn't just in my punching. It's like in my flexibility. It's in my ability to stretch. And I kind of love that about him.
1: Dude, it's. It's a, impre- like it that's a stunt in itself because like I can't
0: even do a motherfucking split. It takes like a bro, year to train to get that shit going.
1: And uh, you know, it's unspoken but like as a guy, I feel like it's a lot harder to pull that off. And a million times harder. Absolutely. It, it, it hurts every time to watch it sometimes. but it's especially when he does like the full drop with like all <laughs> the gravity like on the I'm like, "Oh my god." Like it's just like takes me back every time um so He's yeah I, you know we could pick the splits hitting the guy in the crotch or like him stretching or you know that kind of torture device whatever like you're saying but I think the one overlooking in the city was definitely um hands perfect. down my favorite um and just yeah what a shot what a great shot perfect
0: perfect, yeah. perfect perfect um yeah yeah before we get out of here you got a kill that you like the most
1: <sighs> hmm I feel like, oh man, you you go first. I gotta think about this. I mean, it's, for me, I'm it's like,
0: hands down the squeeze, the hug to death situation that Chun Li does when he like squeezes that oh, one guy, yeah, like yeah. stabs his back, and is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it's sort of like we I didn't don't talk think about
1: Chun Li as much, but I will say that that actor, very scary looking dude, like yes, good villain. He poking, is a solid villain. Doesn't have a lot of lines, but like yeah you could you believe that he, you believe that he could just kill somebody just by like choking him out you know like <laughs> i guess
0: that's true like the hug yeah. is kind of ridiculous but i do think that's exactly it is it like he is a kind of villain that's really fun and he above everything makes me think like no wonder mortal Kombat has to happen because they wanted to watch that guy kill every person he fought and we didn't get to in this story yeah. but in a mortal Kombat space we would so yeah, I feel like he he's one of the main reasons why this movie is so memorable. People, I feel like if you say Chung Li, people are like, "Oh, Bloodsport," <laughs> they know, yeah,
1: they know. Yeah, I think I'll I'll pick the one. I think it's where he hits the dude in the head on the floor. I think, and then like, and I think like that that gets yes, that gets the most like because at first I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck is happening?" Like, it's but it's like, yeah, they're like mourning the loss of this fighter or something, I guess. But then like. Chun Li just like spits on it and is just like, come on, like what are you guys doing? Like the just, blood sport. He loves the he loves like the audience uh, attention. It almost feels like he's like revved up by it. So I like that. Yeah. To see like, okay, this is like a sport that they're taking serious. But then also you got Chun Li who's like, I don't give a fuck. Like I just am using this to kill people. Like,
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I came here because I wanted to play harder and yeah. I wanted to be allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah and i like that i appreciate about that about him as a villain he plays it authentically uh, yeah <laughs> uh awesome all right i let's we got to get out of here so uh let's remind the people where they can find us
1: all right you get your fakes and follow the show at we stay buff on instagram facebook and youtube and on twitch at the buffs follow me on at misfit underscore minded on facebook instagram youtube and blue sky um threads too um and then on twitter at rampant underscore misfit
0: Take us for a walk and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple. Leave a review. Five stars would be the best. And you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Blue Sky also at It's Me, Shani B. And give us recommendations. You know, we have been covering a lot of movies. We've watched a lot of movies. And I want to know what you guys are watching, too. Uh, so, out. yeah, give us give us your recs. Um, all right. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time on Movie Buffs. Stay buff. Kumite, yes. kumite,
1: kumite. <laughs>